What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Monday, May 3rd. I'm Akila Hughes. And I'm Gideon Resnick, and this is What a Day, where we are still not ready to shake anyone's hand. That's right. We will maybe do a high five or a salute, but that's as close as we're getting. Yeah, maybe a little like hip bump, booty mm-hmm. bump type thing on the street. Maybe I can I get comfortable it. with that. On today's show, the nation's first federal trial begins against drug manufacturers and their role in the opioid crisis. Plus, we'll have headlines, but first, the latest. We have a responsibility as the United States, in particular as it relates to the people that we have partnered with over the years, to to step up when people are in a time of need. And as it relates to the people of India, we have long-standing, decades-old relationship um, with India, with the Indian people, uh, in particular around public health issues. That was Vice President Kamala Harris speaking from an airfield last Friday about COVID. We'll talk more about India's response in a moment, but let's begin with the state of things here because the U.S. has mostly positive news, while across the globe, things are on fire. That is exactly right. So in the U.S., the vaccination campaign, even though it has slowed down from its earlier daily highs, is still very, very successful. As of this past weekend, the CDC says over 103 million people are fully vaccinated, 103 million people, which is just so many. I am not capable of conceiving of that. Uh, That's just about 40 percent of the population that is 18 and older. Uh, But there are still plenty of reminders that COVID isn't done with the U.S. One example is an emerging hotspot in Oregon, where a third of the state's counties have had to go back to the most severe level of restrictions at the end of last week. Another is that younger people who haven't been vaccinated are still at risk. Adults under 50 make up a reported 35 percent of COVID hospitalizations. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Well, that's the state of things here in the U.S. But as we mentioned, the rest of the planet is struggling, particularly in India, as we talked about on Friday's show. So where do things stand there now? Unfortunately, by most metrics, it's still getting worse before it gets better in the future. Uh, Over the weekend, India hit another daily record of cases with more than 400,000 on Saturday. India and South America are part of what is driving a new peak in overall cases around the world. And some epidemiologists are saying that cases in India could hit 500,000 in the coming weeks before vaccines can get to many places throughout the country. And just yesterday, the country's health ministry reported another record, more than 3,600 deaths in just a 24-hour span. Wow, it's just unfathomable. Yeah, it is really, really scary. And this has all influenced the, the policy decision Vice President Harris was talking about. Starting tomorrow, the United States is restricting most travel from India indefinitely. There are some exemptions, like U.S. citizens, permanent residents, and family members will all still be allowed to enter. But it does harken back a little bit towards early last year when the previous administration imposed a similar ban on travel from China and then parts of Europe, with both not having the full intended effect. Now, granted, there were no vaccines then, very different in tons of different ways. Uh, (laughs) And at the same time, more aid began arriving in India this weekend from France, the U.K., and the U.S., 
but there is still increasing pressure on the Biden administration to call for the lifting of the patent restrictions on vaccines. Here is White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain getting asked about it on Face the Nation on Sunday. Our uh, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai is going to the WTO next week to start talks on how we can get this vaccine uh, more widely distributed, more widely licensed, more widely shared. Uh, we're going to have more to say about that in the days to come. Yeah, so we'll see and we'll track that over the coming days. Yeah. Also, we were talking about Prime Minister Narendra Modi and his party holding election rallies with thousands of maskless supporters during the last few weeks. So what sort of pressure is he facing now? Well, for one thing, it seems like those rallies didn't exactly work in his favor. Uh, in West Bengal, Modi's party was defeated in crucial state elections. Uh, some saw that as a sign of the increased criticism he has been facing in his response to the crisis. And the Associated Press reports that the Delhi High Court will start contempt proceedings for government officials who fail to provide oxygen and other essentials to hospitals. We're going to continue to track all of that as it develops. But turning to the U.S. again, Akila, there is a pretty major lawsuit beginning today over a decades-long health crisis we have here. Take us through what we know. All right. So today is the first federal civil trial in a landmark opioids case. The city of Huntington and Cabell County, both in West Virginia versus the nation's three largest drug distributors, McKesson Corp., Amerisource, Bergen Corp., and Cardinal Health, Inc. The trial is expected to last dozens of weeks and centers around an explosion in opioid prescriptions between 2006 and 2014. In that time frame, more than 1.1 billion pills ended up in West mm. Virginia. And in just Cabell County, there were more than 81 million prescription hydrocodone and oxycodone pills distributed, which shakes out to about 94 pills per person per year. That is unbelievable. So what exactly are the plaintiffs hoping to get from this case? So they're seeking $500 million for recovery efforts and resources for those affected, which, in my opinion, is the least those companies can give, considering the amount of death and destruction they've brought throughout the nation's opioid crisis. On one of the worst days in Huntington in 2016, 26 people overdosed over the course of four hours. And that's according to the Huntington Herald-Dispatch. It's awful on the broad scale and on the granular level, just awful. Yeah, it's just, it's senseless. But it's also seen as a test case for other cities and counties to sue drug manufacturers too. If they win, it would set a major precedent in drug abuse liability for major corporations. There's only ever been one other trial over the opioid crisis, and our day ones remember us covering it. Back in 2019, Oklahoma won $465 million against Johnson & Johnson in state court. So for Huntington and Cabell County to win in federal court could set off a reckoning of accountability for reckless drug manufacturers. And it's worth noting that there was another federal case brought by Summit in Cuyahoga counties in Ohio against these same companies, but on the eve of their trial in 2019, they settled for $215 million. Attorneys for the West Virginia government said in the past that they would settle the Cabell County and Huntington cases for $500 million themselves or $1.25 billion plus attorney's fees for all West Virginia-based cases. Mm. And then so what are the defendants expected to argue here? So they don't deny that they supplied the drugs, but they believe they were just keeping up with demand and that they're not responsible for the demand. Cardinal mm. Health is expected to argue that they're simply scapegoats because the DEA is broke. They're also expected to argue that most of those deaths came as a result of heroin use, not prescription drugs, but they may have a difficult time proving that the heroin use was despite their efforts. Reports from a national survey on drug use and health said that those facing substance use disorder with prescription opioid painkillers are 40 times more likely to become addicted to heroin. Yeah, so this sounds like a gateway. And we Absolutely. know that rural areas were some of the hardest hit for the opioid crisis. So what would it mean for there to be accountability there? 
Well, I think it would mean several things. Uh, I come from a place where the high school reunion Facebook page has more funeral announcements for parents in their 30s than really anything else. And I personally lost two friends to overdoses, and I didn't even know that they were on those drugs at the time. And it's due to this same opioid crisis. It's all the mm. same problem. So I think one part of it would be a lifting of the shame stigma associated with the crisis. The reality is that these are addictive drugs that were flooded into communities, and taking the blame off of individuals who succumbed or didn't just say no is incredibly important. And it's right. also important for people who've had to grieve the loss of family members and friends who were victims in this case. It means that these communities can rebuild and get back on track with resources to actually help people who've become addicted rather than just criminalizing them. And it means better outcomes for families and less violence and crime and so much bad that comes from these drugs being so accessible. So I'm obviously rooting for them in this case. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll let you know what we learn as the case moves forward, but that's the latest for now. It's Monday Wad Squad, and for today's Temp Check, we're sending support to people across the East Coast and Midwest who might be meeting a bunch of huge bugs. Trillions of cicadas are emerging over the next few weeks after going underground 17 years ago, much like low-rise genes, which are also making a huge comeback. <laughs> cicadas typically come out when the soil temperature is about 64 degrees. These ones are from Brood 10, which is considered one of the largest generations of cicadas. They make uh -huh. a screeching, high-pitched mating call, but don't sting, bite, or carry diseases. And once they come up, they have about three or four weeks to mate and lay eggs before they die, so the end is already in sight. <laughs> Giddy, you grew up with these guys, <laughs> your mm -hmm. old buds. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the cicadas? Yeah, I'm going to take issue with the phrasing there that I <laughs> lived in the soil with giant bugs. Yeah, so you came out of the gross ground with those nasty bugs. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, little did we know that was the origin story. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, so my thing with them always was the alive version is is terrible yeah. and the the dead uh shell version that was on the trees mm -hmm. was like uh kind of like finding a fossil in a way if you were young and stupid but and you just like seen that thousands before. of them like you could you don't have to even yes. search for the fossils <laughs> like where no, do you no. live where the fossils are that abundant right right yeah it's the opposite in terms of of rarity but yeah um my thoughts are don't get near them if they are flying um yeah. If you ever wanted to know what, like, the weight of having a bat on your body was, but yeah. it was a bug, you are going to find out if you it get near them. It is pretty gross. They're so thick. <laughs> They're thick boys, yes. and I like them. Mm -hmm. I, I've never... Uh, it's like this and Starship Troopers, where bugs are that heavy. <laughs> um, there's no other thing that exists where you could lift yeah. a bug, and it would feel like a rock in your hand. Um, yeah, it's so gross. But you are familiar with, with these bad boys as well, so what, right. what are you thinking here? All right, so uh, as everybody knows, Gideon and I grew up very close to each other, but somehow it had no crossover episode in our youth. And um, nope. I'm just thinking about, for one, they're so loud. And in a world mm -hmm. where we're all on Zoom calls, people who are taking Zoom calls and it's just like loud-ass bugs, Oof. no thank you. Like, I don't no. want to hear them on my side or your side. It just sounds gross. Um, yeah, I, I just like them. I specifically remember like skinning my knee, jumping off of my bike because one had landed on me and I was like, oh, please get off of me. Like people don't realize they're sticky. They're not just big bugs yeah. that are black with giant wings and red eyes. They're also stuck to you. You can't just like mm -hmm. white, like if you like hit at it, like it's a fly, it's not going to react. You have to like no. knock it off of you. And it like, it will do that screeching sound while it's on you. Like Ooh. it is 
an alien monster. And the, I, the first time I experienced it, the only time I experienced it really, uh, was when I've been like 17 years ago, I guess. And yeah, I did not like it. I did not realize that that was a thing that was going to happen in my life. I was very upset to learn <laughs> last minute that that was going to be my summer. And, you know, Godspeed to everyone who has to try to maneuver around them. You really can't. They're everywhere. You know, no. you either just have to succumb or not leave your house. I am grateful that one has never touched me. I have only ever seen it like in human or in a live form, like on its yeah. back or in the air. It's never oh. landed on me and uh, I hope it never does. Oh gosh. Well, I hope it never does either, Gideon. It's like black snow. You look up and it's just a bunch of like snowflakes, but they're giant bugs. <laughs> anyway, just like that, we've checked our temps. Stay safe. Maybe just avoid outside if you're, you know, somewhere yeah. on the Eastern seaboard and <laughs> we'll be back after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, Books promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love Fast Growing Trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, and that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, Fast Growing Trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WAD. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. 
Israel observed a day of mourning yesterday following what is being called one of the country's deadliest civilian disasters. On Friday, 45 people, including six U.S. citizens, were killed in a stampede on the religious site Mount Moran in northern Israel. The night began as a pilgrimage and religious celebration for tens of thousands of ultra-Orthodox Jews onto the slopes of a religious site that many had warned was not equipped to handle the growing sizes of the crowds. This was also the first mass religious gathering to be held legally after the country lifted all of its COVID restrictions. The tragedy began when people slipped and fell in a narrow metal passageway due to the immense weight of the massive crowd. President Biden reached out to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and offered U.S. assistance. Apple and the company behind Fortnite are set to face off in court today in a battle that could majorly shake up the App Store. The beef started last year when video game maker Epic Games allowed iOS Fortnite players to bypass the App Store's payment system to buy in-game currency. That let the company avoid what's called the Apple Tax, a 30% commission on all digital purchases made on the App Store. Apple was not happy about that, so it kicked Epic off its store, blocking the company from a market of over a billion iPhone and iPad users, only some of whom had already been grounded from Fortnite for swearing or not doing chores. Uh, Epic then sued the tech giant for antitrust violations, arguing that the way Apple runs its app store constitutes an illegal monopoly. Apple is expected to argue that the 30% fee is on par with other mobile distribution platforms and that it exerts control over its app store to keep users safe. If the court sides with Epic, Apple could be forced to let users download and install software freely as if we were grown-ups who bought our little computers with our own money. <laughs> What a concept. Um, yeah, wow. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Give us a shot. <laughs> scared scared of choice, frankly. Uh, we're kicking off the Elon Musk news cycle early this week. Thank Great. the Lord. <laughs> SpaceX's Crew Dragon landed in the waters of the Gulf of Mexico early yesterday morning, making it the first ever commercially produced vehicle to carry humans to and from the International Space Station. This was also the first nighttime splashdown by NASA since the Apollo 8 mission in 1968. So this option was chosen in part to take advantage of calm nighttime weather. As a devoted fan and advocate for daytime splashdowns, to me it feels like a betrayal, but you know, I'm glad it worked out for everyone else. Have fun. A Crew Dragon was carrying three NASA astronauts as well as an astronaut from JAXA, Japan Space Agency. The NASA partnership with SpaceX will continue, with SpaceX set to build the lander that NASA will use to take astronauts to the surface of the moon, or as Grimes calls it, home sweet home. Grimes dates Elon Musk. She's a bit weird. That's the idea here. Yeah. Yeah. I I got you. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Towards the end of last week, things got even worse for congressman and man-shaped tube of rancid hair gel, Matt (laughs) Gates. On Thursday night, the Daily Beast published excerpts from a confession letter by his friend and fellow scumbag Joel Greenberg that claims both Greenberg and Gates paid for sex with multiple women, including a girl who was only 17. Greenberg used to work as a Florida tax official, and he's now facing 33 charges, including sex trafficking. He's also cooperating with investigators at the Justice Department, which is very bad news for Matt Gates. Greenberg's mm-hmm. confession is detailed in its description of the many sexual encounters he and Gates had with young girls and the financial transactions behind them. The confession was written last year as a part of a sort of I'm a sex offender AMA document Greenberg <laughs> put together to get a pardon from outgoing President Donald Trump with the help of none other than Roger Stone. Screenshotted text messages show that Stone felt confident about a pardon and wanted $250,000 for it. Anyway, this story is truly heinous, and that makes sense considering the expanding network of disgusting men it involves. Yeah, every time you get to the point where Roger Stone enters the story, it's just like, okay, maxed out on gross. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, I hope this is the thing that takes him down, and those are the headlines. <laughs> 
One more thing before we go, pet owners rejoice. Brand new What a Dog bandanas have dropped in the Crooked store. So head to crooked.com slash store now to pick yours up today. That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, support daytime splashdowns, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just Fortnite strategy guides like me, What A Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And, and welcome, welcome home, home, astronauts. astronauts. Uh, a lot's changed. Yeah. <laughs> a lot has changed. Yeah. Sorry. But, you know, we tried. Yeah. What can we say? You know, it's all just happening to all of us. What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun and Jazzy Marine are our associate producers. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producers are Leo Duran, Akila Hughes, and me. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. Feel like you got enough to do already? I do. That's why I use Ship Same Day Delivery to keep up with my busy life. They know the snacks I like down to the extra creamy in my peanut butter. I can get deliveries at home, on set, or even when I'm away on vacay. And my personal shopper, Amber, she's got my back. As in, she asks them to check the back if it's not on the shelf. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at ship.com slash hi. I'm Oren Siegel, and I've been fighting extremism, anti-Semitism, and hate for more than 20 years. You should subscribe to our podcast, Extremely, to get a unique perspective on the daily work and the people who have dedicated their lives to exposing, fighting, and disrupting extremism, anti-Semitism, and all forms of hate. We bring you the stories of people and communities not only impacted by hate, but who offer new perspectives and ways to push back. You can find Extremely wherever you listen to podcasts.